Hello there, guys. My name's Pepper, and I'm in a pod. And thank you guys so much for uh, first being patient with me last week. I did take a mental health day, so I didn't post on Saturday because when I tried recording the night before and the day of, I, I it just wasn't coming out right, and I didn't feel like lying to anyone or, I don't know, I feel like my voice is very... Um, easy to catch in a lie or like when I'm not into something like you can just be like oh she's not into it she's out she's tapping out so I didn't want that to happen to you guys so I was like you know what I'm just gonna not post and everything's gonna be okay but I hope that everyone's doing all right we are in week I don't know of quarantine um People are slowly coming out of quarantine. Life is starting to happen again. People are making sure to, you know, keep with the the safety of, of things and the government and all that jazz. So keep on keeping on. I have like, I have like a burp <laughs> stuck, stuck in my chest and it won't come out. I'm so sorry, you know? surprise burp maybe somewhere in uh in this podcast i'm just gonna be honest with you guys so uh i was laughing the other day earlier this week with my brother about how every single month we've had a new thing every month has been a catastrophe in 2020 everyone was like 2020 is gonna be our year 2020 is gonna be goals 2020 is gonna be like the roaring 20s do you know what the roaring 20s had not a lot of good things even even the fashion the flapper dresses like i get it that we like it now because it was something cute then but was it really even cute then Is flapper dress even accurate for the timeline? I don't know. (laughs) Did I read The Great Gatsby? I think out of an assignment, and I probably sparked noted it. Sparked sparked noted it. Sparked noted it? Okay, I'm going to stop trying to know how to say that in the way that I'm trying to say it, and I'm just going to move on. But out of everything that's come our way, the most comical of all in my opinion the only comical one uh, no it's not because it's really bad bees specifically the murder hornets now here's the thing it is bad because they can hurt our bee population which is already dwindling please make sure to pay attention and save as many bees as you can don't squish them don't bother them leave them alone with their plants they're not trying to hurt you even though i always think they're coming after me But they're not after you. They're just trying to pollinate so that we can vegetate and eat plants and live our lives as human beings. But these hornets, you know, pose a serious threat to them because their whole MO is to find a colony, kill the colony, and eat the larva. So not only does it kill the current colony, it makes sure that the queen has no relatives. And that's really sad and really scary for beekeepers. But it's also hilarious if we if we want to take the bright side of things, if we want to look at the beautiful part, I've already given you the negative. I'm trying to give you the funnies, okay? I'm here for the laughs, the giggles, all right? And here's what I'm going to tell. I'm just going to share with you all. There is nothing I fear more in this world than a bee. 
You can ask anyone in my family. You can ask any of my friends. And I have pushed many, many a friend (laughs) in front of bees. I'm telling you, I have a bee radar, okay? I will be out in the world minding my business. And I tell you what, I will look in a direction and I will see the small hover, the little of a bee in the distance. I just, I know where they are at all times. They don't surprise me. They don't come up to me. They can't catch me because I'm aware because I'm afraid all the time. Okay. It's, it's, they're everywhere. Especially at water parks for some reason. I get that water parks always put a lot of pretty plants around to make you feel tropical or whatever. But aren't bees supposed to be like terrified of the water? I'm probably yelling into this thing. Oh my god, there was the burp. I feel better now. I'm so sorry. That's really disgusting. But I'm being my authentic self, okay? So, (laughs) bees. So, bees are always at water parks. Ask me why, I do not know. So let me take you back to a time where I had gone to, I cannot remember what water park, okay? I'm staying on brand, I never remember where I am. And um, I went with a couple friends. And like I said, I'm always aware of where they are. Now, we were going up, we were going to ride this ride where um, me, my brother, and a couple other friends were going to be sitting all on one giant inner tube. And the the lifeguards, their whole job is to make sure that they don't send down one inner tube, more than one inner tube at a time, so that you don't bump into each other at the bottom and literally ram people into uh, the concrete, okay? So... I'm fully aware that that's their job. I respect them. I understand they're there for the safety of the people at the pool. Rapids is where I was. (laughs) It's like a fever dream where I'm like, I have to like, I have to like go through the memory to remember. Okay. So at Rapids, that's where that ride was. I won't remember the ride and that's fine. So as we're, as I'm climbing the top of these stairs with my friends and we're, and we're carrying the, the inner tube. I see at the top of one of the poles is this bulb, this bulge, this thing that I know none other than to be a wasp's nest. All right. Now, like I said, I'm allergic. And did I say it? Well, if I didn't say it, I'm saying it now. I'm allergic. And I have never bought an EpiPen because the one time that I did get stung by a bee, the first time... I'm not going to tell you guys that story. I'll tell you guys in a second, but let's focus on this. But basically, I didn't have an EpiPen. I don't have an EpiPen. Uh, I should buy one, but you know, uh, life is short. So I'm going to the top and I let my brother know. I'm like, there are wasps up there and I'm, he's already can see that I'm nervous. I'm getting antsy. I'm starting to hide in the inner tube, making sure that something always has to be like touching my back. Because if something isn't touching my back, then the bee or wasp or hornet can be on my back, right? So whenever anyone's around me and there's a bee present or anything in the bee family, somebody better be on my back or I better be leaning against something. Like I just have to be, you know, protected. So I was leaning my my back against an, a different pole and I was making sure that um, my body was being protected by the inner tube and we're climbing up really slow and I'm trying not to breathe because for some reason my strategy is is if I don't breathe then the bee can't smell <laughs> my fear breath. 
I don't have anything scientific to hold this on, but that's the only way that my brain can process the bee isn't going to sting you if it cannot smell your fear breath, so don't breathe and you'll be okay. So I'm going up the stairs, we're getting closer to the wasp's nest. Hyperventilating is definitely uh, something that I'm trying to hold deep down in the pit of my stomach. And uh, we're getting closer to the top. And we finally make it to the top. And I'm talking, I'm looking the the lifeguard in his eyes. And I'm like, I, I need to go. And he's like, well, you can't go yet. And I was like, that's funny. So we're all, uh, he tells us, okay, well, it's now your, time, it's turn, your turn to sit in the inner tube. So we put our inner tube in the water. We all sit and we have to hold on to um, the sides until they tell us that we can let go. And then the the water jet propulsion like pushes us away from the like launch pad the thing of the part of the pool that leads to the slide and then as I'm not paying attention to the lifeguard at all at this point because he hasn't let me go and of course my eyes are dead set on that wasp's nest a wasps a a wasps a wasp decides to land on the dang inner tube. When I tell you, you know, like in like old cartoons, if someone's in a in a war submarine, and you hear that like sonar that's like, it's a horrible. I'm doing a horrible rendition of the sound, but it's like my eye zoomed in on the wasp, and it was like mayday, mayday, you gotta go. I literally looked at the lifeguard and he's like, don't do it. And I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it to him. And I let go and I kick my leg against the end and we push off. There was someone not ready at the bottom. So all I can say the entire time is I'm screaming. My family and friends are yelling at me. And all I could think of is, is the wasp still on the inner tube? But I can't see because I'm closing my eyes at this point. I'm screaming. I'm holding on. I'm trying not to flip-flop everywhere on the dang inner tube. And as we're approaching the bottom, these poor people, as we come at them at warp speed, turn. I open my eyes. They turn towards us and we're just barreling towards this poor family and they're jumping out their inner tube and i'm just like move gangway bees it's literally i felt so bad but our inner tube like crashed into theirs they had all jumped out but like the lifeguard looked at us and they looked up at the person the lifeguard at the top and they just like raised their hands up in the air like what and they were just responded like what i couldn't stop them and i'm like yeah that's right i broke the law to protect myself and um so that's my first that's one of my earliest run-ins. Not my first, but one of my earliest run-ins with a, with a wasp. Uh, but, okay, so that was I was trying to say the story of how I found out I was allergic and why I don't have an EpiPen. So, I've always been scared of bees. They've always been like a... I don't know. They just scare me. I've always had like a... Pho- not a phobia, because I don't fear them. And, well... Nah, probably at this point it's a phobia. So, 
I've always been very scared of bees. And um, what actually led me to finding out that I was allergic to bees was the fact that when I was in the fifth grade, I was on a monkey bar swing set at my elementary school. And I fell off the monkey bars. And you're like, what does this have to do with bees? Well, you're gonna find out in a second. Don't rush me. So when I fell off the monkey bars, I landed in a red ant pile, which at the time, I didn't think anything of. You know, I was always running into red ant piles and it wasn't a big deal. I had gotten bitten randomly before and they would get red and itchy, but nothing more than like a mosquito bite or, you know, just a more like inflamed red little bite, whatever. Well, when I fell into the red ant pile, this guy, I mean, they were all at the freaking ready and my elementary school, you know, had skirts uh, we had this like funny little overall dress looking thing going on and my entire right leg was covered. When I say covered, I saw more ants than my actual leg. And I always, I had these, I'll never forget, I'm telling you, you'd never forget your traumas. I was wearing little hot pink shorts underneath because you could wear shorts under your dress and I as a always chunky girl wore shorts under the dress because I didn't want no one judging my thickum thighs and I look down and I start freaking the crap out as they're starting to climb to the shorts area so I'm smacking my leg and I'm trying to get all them off I'm screaming bloody murder the teacher is running my way because she must have thought at this point that I'd broken my leg um, and this really fat ant, which I assume is the queen, finally takes that one big bite. I smack them all off and the teacher is like, oh my gosh, you're okay. She gets the, there was a hose down, uh, in the playground and she hoses off my leg to like see what's going on to make sure there are no more ants on me. And my entire leg started swelling. I mean, these bites were everywhere I started feeling sick it wasn't good so my mom was uh, very lucky to have been working at the school at the time she took me to the hospital and they gave me Benadryl basically but they were like listen if your daughter has this bad of a reaction to red ants where she's getting this swollen she's going to be allergic to bees and you have to be prepared for that and if so you're gonna have to come here and get a shot or you're gonna have to get her an EpiPen Um, but they had just said if, like it's a possibility, it's a high possibility, wasn't a guarantee. And I'd never been stung by a bee before and I'd always been afraid. So I'd always ran away. Wasn't a big deal. Well, in the seventh grade, when I was a whole half inch taller, um, we were driving home from school, me and my mom and my brother. And I was sitting in the, I I just started feeling like more adult when I sat in the front with my mom. So I was sitting in the front um, and same school, still had the whole dress skirt. But now when you were in middle school, you wore the skirts instead of the little dresses. So I was wearing the skirt and I was sitting in the front. And um, now that I'm in middle school, didn't wear no shorts, right? So my thighs, unprotected by the evils of the elements okay and I don't I'm telling you to this day I do not know how this bee got in the car without me noticing okay but this is where I think that the radar 
abilities came in like Spider-Man. I swear to God. Like it was at this moment that she knew she could detect bees no matter where she was. So I'm in the car and the wind, I had the window down and the wind's blowing and it, the wind had kind of like blown my skirt up a little bit and you could just see more of my thigh and something starts tickling my thigh and I'm like, oh, it must be one of my random stray hairs because it happens all the time. I shed like a freaking dog and hair is always on me and I smack it away and then I'm fine. When I look down, I'm getting itchy. Like, I don't know if you can hear me scratching my hair, but I am getting itchy because I, I, this moment is, is so clear in my mind. It, it, I, okay, so when I look down again on my right thigh, a bee is literally lifting its, its butt to sting me. And I freaking smacked that so hard. I just whap. And at the same time that I that I whapped it, I unbuckled my seatbelt. And while my mother is driving, right by a canal. Why is that important to the story? Because my mother could have driven into the canal. Because I jumped to the back seat of our minivan so fast that she had to pull over because she freaked out and my mom starts yelling she goes oh my god what are you doing and I was just like me and she was like what do you mean well she got to the you know my side of the car where I had been sitting and there lies the smacked bee um, in like the crevice between the seat and the door and she kicks it out the car and as I'm sitting in the back seat and mom's yelling at me I look down at my thigh and the stinger wasn't in my thigh because I had smacked it in time but there was a small little red dot now I wasn't in pain so I knew it wasn't a sting but it looked like a little itty bitty scratch and the area around it was already red within a matter of seconds that this has happened and then within a matter of minutes my whole thigh turned rock solid like blood wasn't going nowhere just on the top of my thigh like I could I could move my thigh meat as a unit like I would poke it and it it just it was the I can still remember the feeling and it's very hard to describe it's kind of like when you get when you're silly putty I don't know if people still play with silly putty anymore but when silly putty gets really hard and you're trying to move it out of its container and you have to move it as a unit and the top part has become hard but underneath is fresh soft putty that's what my leg felt like that's what my thigh was so we were already on our way home we rushed home I took some Benadryl and the swelling, the main swelling went away, but the the red part of it stayed there for a long time. So, as you can imagine, after that moment, I got my, uh, like I said, my bee senses, and I have been able to track bees down no matter where I am. I always know where they are, to the point that back in the day, on Nickelodeon, there used to be a show called The Wild Thornberries, and 
all I wanted in the world. It was about a little girl named Eliza Thornberry who could speak to animals. And I just wanted to be her, not to make friends with animals, which would be a great bonus, but so that I could speak to bees and be like, hey, I don't want to hurt you. In fact, I will give you honey. I will give you whatever you want. I will plant flowers for you. Just don't sting me because I don't need that in my life. I am your friend. That's all I wanted. I just want to be their friends. I feel them. I'm on that same level. They're small and their butts big. I feel that. I get that. But no. They don't want me like that. They just, I know they're not out there to hurt me, but I always feel like they are. So as you can imagine, being in quarantine, we're all day, every day on the news. Well, not me, my abuelo. And then he starts laughing one day and he's like, guess what? Guess what's happening now? And I'm like, what could it be, abuelo? And he's like, now there are murder bees. And I was like, that's funny. I must not be understanding your Spanish. Nope. Nope. Murder bees. And they are as big as my thumb. A moment of silence for the last moments that I ever left my house. Right now, they're just in Washington. There's no confirmation that there's a colony. They apparently only found one and it was dead. But at the same time, my friends are sending me TikToks that there are people out there hunting them. So I don't know what's correct. I'm trying to use my calm voice right now. But if these bees get down in the good old Florida, where they will flourish... In our land, I won't leave my house ever again. Or I will create a bubble suit and never leave my bubble suit again. And live my life as a bubble lady. Because I'm terrified. I don't think I can stress enough how much the murder bees are stressing me out. But then I'm also stupid because there's this YouTuber who studies. Well, he's in he's in sting retirement, he calls it. But he has gotten stung by any creature that can sting or bite. Oh my God, excuse my yawn. Where did that come from? So rude. Forgive me. But he studies. Um, in, he's an in... in He's an insect person. He studies the insects. I'm, I'll find out what the actual word is. but I'll, And I'll try to remember to put it to the next podcast. Will I do it? Most likely not. But um, I decided to watch one of his videos about how much a murder bee, which he actually describes um, what their actual scientific name is. Uh, but I don't remember it, obviously. Um And he's like, listen, they're not after you. Don't bother them. Don't approach them. Don't, you know, all you have to do is take a photo of them because they're an invasive species. Send them to your local wildlife. Um, You know, people like like a photo that you can text and see so they can go ahead and send out one of their doctor 
bug people to see if there's a wasp or a colony near uh, a wasp nest or colony nearby so they can remove the invasive species and get the ecosystem working the way it's supposed to be but he also in the same video showed how much the bee sting hurt and i'm just not prepared for that kind of pain Twenty twenty needs to stop. I think that's the whole point of this entire episode. No more. I want next month. What month are we in? May? Oh my god, we're in May. I need January, February, March, April, May, June, okay. I need June to be a good month. I want I want a unicorn to be discovered. I want mermaids to, uh, to be real. No, I scratch both of those. I just want Nessie to be found in her lake. In Lake Erie. Right? She's in Lake Erie? Pretty sure. She's a dinosaur. She exists. Like, I just want her to be discovered, you know? Oh, wait, no. Because then people would want to study her. And then bother her. You know what? No. Leave Nessie alone. I don't want her to be discovered. But I just want someone to tell me that she's alright. Also, I want us to go back on the fact that the Pentagon supposedly released photos of UFOs that they're real and confirmed. And that we're ignoring that. Do I care more about the bee problem than the alien problem? Absolutely. Do I think aliens really not care? about humans absolutely they be chilling they've been here as long as they want to be some aliens are probably listening to this podcast and they're like yeah girl we with you we're chilling we're fine we just like you know mcdonald's and they don't have that where we're from because it's so bad for you i get it at this point i'm not even i'm not even trying to be funny anymore you guys realize that right like, this is just like, if you were my friend, these are actual conversations that we have normally at 3 a.m. And they, they sound just like this. I know that I do this, like, for entertainment purposes and for, to make people laugh, but, like, these past, like, maybe five minutes have just been me as if I was talking to a friend. These are my real thoughts, my real theories, my real wants and needs to be answered um but i will say that i already have plans for the next podcast i specifically am going to try to start watching that show where people get engaged and they've only been like dating online and it's always super weird couples but specifically of ed and rose because i see clips of them on youtube all the time and when i tell you that i have so many so many thoughts that i want to make a mini series out of it Please let me know if that'd be something that you guys would like. Um, DM me, as always, at KLikesPeppers at Instagram. That's at K-A-Y-LikesPeppers on Instagram. So that I can see if that'd be something that you guys would be into. But, as always, stay safe during these times. Stay well. And if you see any murder hornets, please tell me where they are so I can call the authorities so that they can remove them. Bye, guys.